short story, The Me I Want to Be. Martin, dressed in jeans, a light sweater, and his running shoes, stood on the edge of a gaping hole where his home was supposed to stand and realized that the earth beneath his feet could give way at any time. He stepped back. When the pressure of solid earth penetrated the soles of his feet, he stopped. Taller than her brother, with long black hair rippling down her back, her body wrapped in a winter coat, yet still shivering, Jacqueline meandered close and clasped his frozen hand. You need to forget it. Let it go. His snort, bitter and abrupt, left no doubt about his feelings on that score. It let me go. It left me without a foundation for my house. Jacqueline hugged his arm. Words were of no use now. With a sigh, he turned away. There's nothing to do but abandon the whole thing. Chalk it up as a learning experience, though I can't say I learned much. What's a sinkhole supposed to teach me? That my hopes, like my marriage, can drop into an abyss at a moment's notice? Jacqueline pulled a thick strand of hair from her face. You'll find a better place and another... Heat flushed Martin's face as his heartbeat ricocheted through his tense body. Good God, if you say I'll find another wife, I may never speak to you again. Tears filled Jacqueline's eyes. With an apologetic shake of his head, Martin grabbed her hand and hurried to his truck. You shouldn't be out here. It's too cold, and you're just getting over that ridiculous flu. He opened the passenger door to his Ford truck and helped her climb in. Then he jogged to the driver's side, slapping his hands to regain feeling in his fingertips. He slid into place, started the car, and backed out of the makeshift driveway. A few trees still sported burnt orange and yellow leaves. As dark clouds bundled in the west and the wind picked up, only the hardy oaks held fast. The rest would be stripped bare before the week was out. With a thinking feeling, the image of his wife, soon to be ex-wife, Describing the house she wanted and all the fun they'd have, filling it with adorable children, stabbed his gut. He turned the truck onto the freeway. You feeling okay? Jacqueline shrugged. Dad didn't know who I was on my last visit. Jay got laid off, so I'm trying to pick up another online teaching job. Amy hates her biology teacher, and me half the time, but she's getting through. Our family's stubborn streak comes in handy, she flashed a smile, though her face didn't reflect it. His eyes on the road, Martin pressed her arm in a gentle squeeze. Sorry, I'm not the only one going through stuff, he sighed. You're right, I got the land cheap. I'll find another place to build. Sandra only married me for my good looks, charm, and oodles of money. Guess it served her right to discover the frog under her prince, eh? Jacqueline peered out the window. Her tears gave way. She doesn't know you, or she would never have left. She knew. She just wanted something else. Someone else. She wants to be someone else, Jacqueline shrugged. Easy mistake to make. Martin took the right lane and followed it to the exit. He curved with the road, checked the quiet insert section, and pulled onto Main Street. Going a modest 30 miles per hour felt like crawling. 
A group outside the famished farmer's cafe waved as they passed. Martin waved back. Jacqueline imitated an Egyptian mummy. With a tilt of his head, Martin frowned. Wasn't that blonde with the spike heels your friend from... Hey, she made comments on my peer review. Pretty harsh. I'm staying out of her way. Oh, her husband had a crush on me and, well, Martin winced. God, when did life get so bloody complicated? As he wound his way through town, Martin picked a safe topic. Still taking your medicine? Only if I have trouble breathing. Been doing well the last few days. She glanced aside. And you? Still taking that antidepressant? Martin wanted to slam his head against the steering wheel as he picked up speed along the country road. No, I had lots of reasons to be depressed, but it isn't the end of the world. I just need to figure out how to get undepressed. A hound chasing a rabbit dashed out in front of the truck. Martin swerved, hit the brakes, and skidded to an abrupt halt, inches from a deep ravine. As they sat there, stunned, Jacqueline exhaled a long, shuddering breath. Martin swiveled out of the truck, not even bothering to slam the door shut. He strode around, stared at the tires peeking over the edge of the gorge, and waved at his sister. Don't move. He sped to the truck, slipped into place, and slowly edged the car backward. Then he started to sob. Jacqueline rubbed his back in a large, slow circle. Catch your breath, Marty. Martin rested his head on the steering wheel. After the accident, I thought I'd be strong. Mom died so quick. But no matter what I do, Dad's slipping into senility. Despite the fact that my wife found a guy she likes better, I still plan to build the house. And then the ground sinks out from under me, literally. And now I nearly drive us off a cliff. Martin lifted his head and stared at his sister. You think someone got me mixed up with a guy named Job? A tired smile ghosted across Jacqueline's face. Life is hellishly hard, but we hang in there anyway. Martin's mind drew a blank. Why? It'd be so much easier to give up. Jacqueline dug into her purse and pulled out a wallet. She snapped open a small picture album and wiggled out a photo. It was a long-legged, long-haired Martin, age 12. She held it up. Martin leaned forward, his jaw dropped open. What are you doing carrying that around? It should be burned. I'm willing, wearing bell-bottoms, for heaven's sakes. It could be used against me in a court of law. Jacqueline snatched it back and pressed it to her chest. It's mine. When I have a bad day, I pull it out. Martin shook his head, confusion rising like a late summer fog. It was the year that guy I love dumped me for my best friend, and I got that awful perm, and I failed algebra. Mom was working evenings, Dad started drinking, and I hated everyone. Well, you were 15, he pointed to the picture. Why are you? Well, you took me out for ice cream, and I punched you, splattering chocolate sauce on your good shirt, made a big stain on the front. You can still see the mark. She tapped the picture. A smile spread across his face, reaching his heart. 
Oh, you were a bully. What's new? I tried to apologize by ordering you to wear a clean shirt, but you said you'd know people by what they saw. Either they'd see a stain or they'd see you. Later, you gave the shirt to Roscoe so he'd sleep in the doghouse without barking all night. Martin ran his fingers through his hair. Color me confused. Look, when I took the picture, I see the me I want to be. I don't see a stain. I see possibilities. Martin tilted his head, put the car into gear, and pulled onto the road. You think I could turn a sinkhole into a basement or something? Jacqueline laughed. Make it a family room, and I'll help you build it. Martin dropped Jacqueline at home and then headed to the work site. He was back on solid ground.